ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Boys and girls, why are you listening to this? You should be in school. Oh, yes, I have to. Anyway, listen. I had retired, if you may have listened to the last one, from uh, podcasting. But you know how Parkinson used to do a special or um, David Frost whenever he met up with John Lennon? Well, it's happening. I'm doing another podcast. And my guest, for once... Is in the same room, is in the farm. What's that noise in the background? It's me stabbing myself with my notepad. However, we've got my good friend recently back from um, something that we'll mention quickly, but we can't mention a lot about. It's Gordon Hughes. Gordon, how are you? Hello there. You all right, Pete? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Good. And um, so without telling us too much about where you've been... It was the Lawn Lass race. Can you just go into details about what that race is for people who haven't heard of it? It's in the UK, it's in Wales, but well, yeah. it starts off in Hollyhead. Yeah. And it's along the Cycle Route 8 all the way to Cardiff, which is 253 miles. Bloody hell. And is that... Um, is that supported is there aid stations is there nice hot food and all that for you you, you uh carry it like everything type of thing you can go to shops and things like that but all they provide is water and you get your drop bag every i think it was every 50 miles 50 every 50 miles you Bloody get your hell. drop bag and then that comes out of the stables of mark do you know what his surname i always get it wrong is it cock a coburn coburn oh that's why, because whenever I've been... Cobain. 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 I, I just, Cobain. Yeah, Cobain. Because I want to say Cocobain, <laughs> but I, I don't think that makes any sense. But Cobain. Cobain, yeah. Have a look at Cobain events, people, on Facebook, because he does the long last. Um, he's a bit sick. He's a bit sick. I didn't say that, listeners. Mark, if you're listening, um, I didn't say that. But, yeah, um, he's got... I'd say relentless events. These are events where you're gonna potentially die. Well, hopefully not, <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna DNF it. DNF for all of you newbies um, means did not finish, um, and it's the tests of big word attrition. Is that it? Um, he's you. <laughs> this is what I think is funny. So. We can't mention any more about um, Lord Last simply because Gordon's got a YouTube video coming out, which I'll put a link in to, for you to watch. And then we'll do a follow-up interview in a few weeks or months about what actually happened. But yeah, Lord Last, um, an incredible event. But we're going to talk. So that was 253 miles. Two weeks before... Me, personally, I'd be chilling out and so on. But you did another one of Mark's races. Can you, can you explain a little bit about... Well, what's it called? The Tunnel. Right. And what, 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 what is that race? That's running in an old rail truck. Yeah. And it's um, a mile, just, just over a mile long, I think. And you could just got to go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, until you reach 200 miles. Is the tunnel lit? It's lit until, I think it was 11 o'clock, and then it's off then until 
six in the morning, I think. And what's the what's whereabouts in the world is that? Bath. Oh, Fipnak, you've done some travelling. So, <laughs> so you're in Bath two weeks before you did that, and then you came back. But going, let's go. Let's focus on halfway through um, the tunnel. I think they were playing violins or something, and then they got some like faces in a wall and things. It just messes with your head. If I thought, I thought he'd actually put it on, <laughs> like like that. Is that because there's there's nothing, the, the, there's no landscape? Is that why it's it's just, it's just crazy? A brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. And then, so what time do you start that race? Um, three in the afternoon, and then you've got fifty five hours to finish it. And then, so for for people that are looking to sign up for that one, how are you fueling and stuff for that? You know, how are you... you? You take everything that you need in, like, a plastic box and you leave it outside the tunnel at your own risk. That's great. It's like something, like, from the Goonies. Yeah. It's like, OK, we'll just pack our stuff and... But I'll definitely be going back to... Because I did 120 miles of it this this time. Yeah. As training for Lord Lars. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Right, we'll go on to some of the races in, in a minute or two. But, Gordon... I'd say, we were talking earlier that, you know, as we enter the modern technology, a lot of people, a lot of runners, ultra runners, have got, like, say, social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and so on. But you've got these, I'm going to use the word mystique, not the band, the 80s band, but the mystique or the Lazarus Lake, for instance, um you know he's not on instagram um some of the races especially backyard ultra will be second hand reports on facebook and you know i've been trying to set up a podcast with laz for the last 2 years but we just can't work out I, at one point i was i was going to do it by fax uh, because because of the the lack of technology and so on and but what he gets out of people I think is incredible and I think because you're not on Instagram with a huge following I think podcasts is a great opportunity for people to find out about Gordon Gordon Hughes simply because you've you've I'd say to become an ultra runner you have to do like a kind of not work experience but you have to do a good three, four years before you sort of come into your own. Would you agree with that? From what, you know, whenever, what was your first ever ultra and what had you done before that? Uh, my first ultra was, was it back in 2014? I think it was. Um, and that was Ring of Fire. Yeah, because myself and Raymond Cassidy from Patelli, we crewed for Gordon. And you off your head with my sweets. Yeah, we just ate all this food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gordon was turning up to the car. Right, can I have my sweets and my and my Reese's pieces and some coffee? And there's nothing there. <laughs> I was like, I was like, just rosy cheeked and a bit feeling a bit sick on coffee. But yeah, uh, Ring of Fire, three day uh, race. Fantastic, uh, spectacular, isn't it, mate? It's on the, it's on the Anglesey Coastal Path. Anglesey isn't flat. No. Um, you've done it now five times. Five five or six times or something like yeah. that. You know, um, I've been lucky enough to 
uh, Marshlet twice. I attempted it myself in 2017. That was after MDS, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, after Martin de I, I, I just made it in day one. Um, you know, I was talking to Sandra about potentially going shopping. She just a lady that was lost and I found, or she found me. I think we were both lost breaking into somebody's garden. And then I, um, you know, I was talking, oh, do you know what? I don't mind being timed out. I can go and go shopping for a new carpet. And then I heard somebody say, oh, come on. You know, some motivated person. Come on, you can get into the leisure centre on time. And we got in and you were there. I think you'd been there for like four or five hours. <laughs> and I was like, God, oh, I don't know. And then I think day two, I set off. I just got lost in a caravan park and gave up. But yeah, it's that isn't a walk in the park. No, it's uh, it's even better now because of the short cutoffs and things. So you've got mm. no time to mm. even think. Now you've got to just go for it. And I think it's important that that we have got enough races for people to move up or to move down yeah. on, with you know the, the you know. Out of the Pentland Ultras, we've got, uh, you know, races where there's great cut-off times, but then we've got other races, like Pirates for next year, where, you know, you, you, you need to be an established on top, game. on top of your game sort of thing. And that's, you know, I think Bing has got a great setup with the Ring of Fire. But, yeah, so going back, that was your first one, Gordon. Now, a lot of people, have you done London? They might just do... A marathon or an ultra marathon, and then that's that's it. You know they they won't do any more. What what happened? You know did I think a lot of the times they can be like a pilgrimage or whatever. You're in these runs, they sort of unearth. Once you've done something big in your life, it makes room for other things. Yeah. What what happened after the Pentland? Not Pentland. The Ring of Fire in two thousand fourteen. After after that one, I. Um, I signed up again afterwards um, to do that one again but I did other marathons and everything in between I failed the Ring of Fire in 2015 because uh, um, timed out yeah because of the spring waters that's it yeah and tide. I was gutted about that so I, each each year afterwards I've completed mm. it's, it's my goal to Beat my uh, to reach Newport Forest before dark every year. Yeah, and That's you've done goal, and yeah. you've done it, and this year, and then the what was the first other ultra distance that you did after that? I did the Pemkin ultras. ultras. Yes, yeah. you did. You've been. I think you're one of the most established. I think you've done the seventy five. Or, or the hundred you you've been on the start line for all of them yeah. since since the first one in two thousand fifteen sixteen, so you did the Pentland Ultra which was a seventy five miler, and then I've done race across Britain, which was um, GB Ultras. How many miles is that now, brother? Two hundred, and this is this is the bit where I'm really interested in, as a, as a running geek from where people you notice a significant change in mileage or change in pace in with a significant race now this race across great britain what year did you do that 2015 
2018, I think it was. How did you train for that? I uh, just, like, ran to work and, like, ran uh, the Penicate Ultra course a few times at night and things yeah. as well. And um, just bit, bits of bobs, really. Now, Gordon's been a bit humble here, ladies and gentlemen, because I know... Gordon, you see, you know when people say, oh, you know, put a bit of extra weight in my bag and stuff, and Gordon would rock up on, like, a training run um, with a, you know, a railway, well, a railway, you know, like um, a choo-choo train, a real-life one, you know, the, the, the rail tracks. He'd have a, about, um, a piece of that in his in his bag and I don't know how it didn't rip through the bag because it was so heavy because whenever I tried to pick up his bag <laughs> I couldn't get it off the ground you know as if you're trying to if you're like a crossfitter and you're going to do a cleaning jerk I was like haven't got any of that so how many years did you train with that do you think I think it's about two years so I wrapped it in a towel and yeah just to get used to big weight and do you think you know doing that over two years and then running with a less of a weight made a difference significantly. Um, I've I always rock up at um ultras with more than enough yeah things, and it's not just looking after me; it's looking after other people as well. Yeah, exactly. Because maybe somebody's forgotten something, or so you know somebody might need something. So I'm used to carrying big weights and stuff, but I love just running without a bag sometimes as yeah. well. What um so the race across Great Britain? Race across Britain. Where where do you start for that? You start in Southport and you finish in do 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 Hornsey. Hornsey, ah Hornsey. I remember that because you were running with a man from Japan, was it? Uh, Singapore. Singapore Mr. and Mr Lim. Mr Lim. And what was your conversation? How did that go? Oh I don't think you understood me that well. <laughs> but uh uh, he's he's another fantastic bloke. Brilliant, and that, and that's what it's about about running yeah. people that that you meet. Um. So, what year was that? Uh, two thousand and eighteen, and then two thousand nineteen, there was a race across Scotland, which was the biggie. Yeah, uh, that was two hundred and fourteen miles. I think that was okay, and I think I it's either this race or the race we just talked about. And this is where you'll get starting to drip in now, listener, um, of the ability that Gordon has and how he disconnects from the physical body. You know, people say, oh, mind over matter and all that. Uh, that's horse shit. Gordon has the ability to remove his... You know, he's not a magician, he doesn't float, but was it before the... The race of Scotland, race across Scotland, race across Great Britain, where you broke your the race across Britain, race across Britain day before. So explain to me what happened. Where were you working? I was working at Home Bargains. Yeah, and as you know, the, the, the when you push all the tro- tro- the the path is is yeah. pissed off. Yeah, and uh, you had to push him up and everything. And uh, all the customers coming down, and I went straight into a wall, and they all came bouncing back. And I thought, you, I've bruised 
and didn't think anything of it. And during the race, struggling to breathe, I couldn't lie down or nothing. Yeah. And um, anyway, struggled, struggled through, finished the race, went home. How many miles again? Two, 200 miles. Yeah. Went home, thought nothing of it. I went and did Ring of Fire. And after Ring of Fire, I found out that I'd cracked the sternum. Now, explain to the the, the non-medical listeners, what, what is the sternum? What's its, its function? Your chest. Chest plate? Yeah. It holds your chest bones together. Yeah, something like that. And you were running on that, running on yeah. that, running on that. Um, it was just ter- terrible pain in your arm, top of your arm, like shoulders, and you couldn't breathe properly. You couldn't lay down at all, so you couldn't get any sleep, so you had to just carry on. But you're talking to me, and I'm, like, looking at him, listeners, as if he's talking about somebody else, you know, or the pain was terrible, blah, 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 but as if you're referring to somebody else that you're with. How were you able to run through the pain? You know, people saying, and this is a little bugbear, people say, oh, yeah, go into the pain cave. I think that's a rubbish word, calling things a pain cave. You want to go into the happy cave, where you can get, you know, how are you... Realigning your thoughts to think, hang on a minute. My my thoughts was, um, I was with that in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and um, see them going through pain and stuff. That's that's um the pain that I went through is nothing compared to what what he was going through. So yeah, I just relate to all the pain that he he was going through. And I, I I just switch myself off. And that's what I think is. You know, this is where we, you know, we, we go across a kind of um, a new ground in a sense. Myself, you know, I've now retired from running. I've got inoperable cancer. And to have been a runner where I entered races and you go through the pain, but you've, you've paid for that sort of thing. So you don't really dramatise what you're going through. You you give a uh like a feedback on the race of people you meet and saw rather than diving into oh yeah the pain was you know like as if it's rambo or something like that and i think that's what's very humble about you gordon because there is a spark of dramatization in any race reports now i think it's just how um how the media's leading people to be over dramatic and use bigger words rather than sharing the adventure and the the friendship with the races. So I think that's that that's another humbling and a a significant point that you put in your races, but you're also there for other people. And I think looking back on races like, like me and Gordon have been on a few charity races, not races, charity adventures together i'm just gonna close the window oh it is closed <laughs> As ch- charity um runs together we the first one we did was snowdonia 50 snowdonia 50 because i needed to get in my head i could complete a 50 miler so i asked gordon if he'd um well if he'd just help <laughs> you know if somebody ch- jumps off a boat and they're like help um so me and gordon Rocked up, off weather. Uh, Gordon, Gordon was in charge of the accommodation for the evening. 
uh, before the race and you rocked up with a beach tent, a beach tent from Asda <laughs> for eight quid. I think we just wore it as a blanket <laughs> in the storm. <laughs> pissed, pissed it down. Ah, oh, fucking hell. And then um, Gordon said, oh, I always like to go for a curry before the race. Um, so we went for a curry. Yeah, and it was like, again, I think you had a bit of yours in the morning, didn't you? But, yeah. Yeah. but I was like, fucking I've got the shits. So we were late for the start. Um, I was emodiumed up to it. And yeah, we just, I hit a hell of a wall in the zip world. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I was in Zip World and I hit a hell of a wall. But I, I hit a hell of a wall. Eat all that salt. E eating salt. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And we got to the finish line. But without you, yeah, Gordon, I wouldn't. Oh, I sacked it in. I think, you know, for, if you're you know, doing something big the first time, it's like driving a car. You always take a parent with you. You know, it. It and then we... So then I went off and did the MDS, a few other races. But then we did... Uh, we thought we'd run to the first ever running show. Bit of an advert. <laughs> Thanks, the running show. Um, national running show. The national running show. <laughs> if you need speakers, Gordon Hughes, national running show. Anyway, uh, anyway, we're not, we're not that kind of... What kind of podcast, the national running show? And um, I decided, hey, Gordon, let's run from my farm, my farmyard, to the running show. And collect money. To the, to the running show. <laughs> um, because it's the first time, it'd be a laugh. So we set off. I rocked up with no shoes that were broken. Yeah, broken shoes. I had to meet you in town. I had to turn around because my cat was following me when I was walking to town. My coat broke two minutes as soon as we started running. We then, so night one... We stayed somewhere, the washing machine went on all night and almost went on fire or something, was it? Was that in um, Blaine now? Blaine but I wanted to take us to Harlow for some yeah. reason. And then... Was it that way? Yeah, because it yeah. was snowing. It was the same time as the spine and I was wearing a pair of, like, um, like Hawaiian hockers. You, you were in a snowdrift and I was going, I'm just going to turn around just to make sure Gordon's okay because we were going over the... The Highlands, and um, I turned out said, "Gordon, you okay?" And he's he's having a shave <laughs> in a snowdrift, and I'm like, "What's going on here?" And then um, we stopped in. Now listen, I don't like dissing people, but these kind of people they won't be listening. The hand. The hand. Where was that? There's a restaurant, right? And I'm really sorry. It's probably under new ownership. This was this is going back to 2018, but the hand. I went in there because we were soaking. We've been running through snow. I said, excuse me, um, we don't want anything to drink. Is it like if we just um, have some soup? And they were like, uh, the lady goes, yes, no problem. So took all our coats off, put them in front of the floor in fire. I, I put my um, socks on the heater. On the heater, everything. Like a good pair of, of tramps. And then she comes over to our table with a knife and fork. And I was like, well, what's what's, what's What's this about? You know, and then she came up and what did she give us? Chips and bread. Chips and bread. Chips and bread. And I said, oh, we ordered soup. And then she turned to her and she goes, oh, we didn't have any. So we've just done you a surprise as if we were both seven living at home with our mum and dad. Surprise. Surprise. Like, so due to sleep deprivation, 
I threw all my toys out. Obviously. Obviously. I was like, Gordon, come on, we're going. This isn't good enough after just throwing all our clothes and then being really kind. And then we got to Birmingham, was it a day early or something? Somewhere over. We got to Birmingham, then we got to Ballat, and I misjudged that I thought it was 36 miles on day two, so I said, Gordon, will set off at four. It was only 15 miles to Ballat, and we got in there before they'd even opened up yeah. the hotel. And um, I think I let you sleep on the floor that night next to my big bed. <laughs> and I had, a, I had a bath that night, and yeah. I got really dehydrated. Anyway, and so we got into Birmingham, and when we were running to the running show, did I get us temporarily lost about one mile away from the place? You, to- you told me to um, get your get your head buff off, because you've got to get us killed. Yeah, <laughs> Because you had a, like a, a Great Britain um, headbutt on when we were going through quite a quite a gangster area. I thought, oh, they're gonna think like he's British, Britain's first. Um, and my mind, I'd gone, I'd got insane. Yeah, I'd lost it on day four, um, and then so we did that one. And then as we were getting into the running show, this one guy goes, "Where have you come from?" I said, "Oh, we've ran from Wales." And he goes, "What this morning?" <laughs> and I was like, "We're in Birmingham." And anyway, so we stayed there for a bit. Uh, you got your bug, 2017. What have you done since then till this year? Um, I've done, obviously, the Ring of Fire, the Pemk and Ultras, um, a few GB Ultras, like Liverpool to Manchester. Yeah. Um, after the Chester races. Um, do, 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 what else was the The tunnel. Um, I, I attempted long last two two years ago, and I stopped in Machincath because of awful weather. Awful weather. It, if, if you have a look on the YouTube, yeah, there's a video. Yeah, long, and it is it's brutal. Uh, not drama dramatizing it. It's like proper Welsh bad weather, and I think you know once you get wet, you can endure it for a while, but. If you're going to be wet for like four days, well, two days. Wear a coat. Yeah, wear a coat. (laughs) So this year, geek-wise, this is where I normally ask, what do you normally wear to run in now? So say for the tunnel, what did you wear for that? Well, I wore... I took Vibrams with me. Can you explain what Vibrams are, Gordon? The five-fingered, like... Yeah. Things. And how is that different, obviously, if you, how is that more beneficial? Is it because you're using, is it because your toes make your body use more of itself? I had to start using them because I broke my toe in work Yeah. and I couldn't wear normal shoes. Yeah. So now, if I do wear normal shoes, they have to be a size bigger now. Yeah. And um, uh, so I, I, I bought a pair of... Um, Vibrams, because uh, just because just of that, and then I, I find them quite comfortable. And then you arrived at the farm today barefoot. Yeah. Are um, you still at home? Do you need any money? <laughs> you okay? Yes. I, I did my um, barefoot, three-mile th- uh, three barefoot walk today. And how long have you been like doing a bit of barefoot running and stuff? Um, I've, I've been doing it since, since I've got friends with uh, Mickey Owens, who I ran with on Long Last, yeah, she 
she invited me into a group and I started started doing it and I started Vibrams and things as well, but I think it strengthens your feet and things for mm. big big ultras and things like the ones that yeah, we've been doing. And you know, medi medically or scientifically wise, Gary House is a a good one to say this as well. He goes, you know, if you can walk around barefoot in the house anyway, because if you think about it, our, our feet are like our hands. We, we've just decided to invent shoes to put, put over them and stuff, but I'm very comfy in my big, big boots now that I've uh, retired. So, you wear those on your feet. Yeah. What, what, how do you fuel yourself? What, what are you eating? Jerry Dodgers. Yeah, this is this is what I love about Gordon. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, I'm on such and such um, branded gel, such as this, such as. I don't touch gels at all because uh, give me the shits to be honest. Exactly, that's it, and I think as well, tooth decay. You know, Dex Dextrose tablets. I'll have. Um, great. I'll have one of them maybe every every hour. I'll have I'll have Dextrose tablets, um, salted crisps or something like that. Um, fire pot food if, if yeah if there's any hot water or something and, or just you know like whacking wheels yeah and I think this is um, we, we've seen the Backyard Ultra uh, Biggs Backyard um, record go this weekend and my brain's gone Harvey I think Harvey Mitchell my brain stopped um one of the loops that he did, he wore a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. I was chatting away with people today. It's like, we're, we're directed what people think rather than, well, hang on a minute, eating this, we're still going to get the same stuff out of it. You know, you speak with fell runners, or, you know, how are you fueling that? Or, um, you know, I might have, like, some wine gums with me for stuff. So I think... You you do what you go with what uh, you fancy, and yeah. you go with not not because you don't follow the trends and stuff. You you eat what you want to eat. Yeah. If it works for you, then go for it. And I think uh, what I what is a with many established and people who've been running for a while, long distance, it's keeping it simple, yeah, Gordon. You don't complicate anything. You you start a race right i'm going to finish this in that time yeah. you don't complicate it or anything like that and then you've got no extra barriers so wrapping it up now um you've done welsh thousand meters in may this year you've done the pentland ultra 75 miles this year could be half marathon you've done the dead water self-sufficient ring of fire then you did the tunnel, and then you've just finished doing the lawn last, which we started the yep. show on. Nice little link back to that. Um, the lawn last, we'll have a catch-up call about that. However, geek-wise, what advice would you give to somebody that fancies going, do you know what? I want to I try ultra-running. I've not even done a 5K, or might have done a 5K. Might have done a half-marathon. Might have done a marathon what would you say, you know, in advice to somebody new how to get started or, or what to do? Well, when I when I first started, I, I used to smoke um, 20, 30, 40 a week. 
uh, a day, sorry. Yeah. And I, I quit smoking, quit drinking, and I wanted to do the um, National Three Peaks. Yeah. Um, so I did, I did that. And after, after that, instead of, I had to sign up for something straight away, otherwise I'd fall back into the smoking and drinking. Yeah. So I signed up to half marathon, Abbasoch half marathon. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. So I booked another one straight away just to keep me, keep my mind occupied. And that's what I do. I always book a race or two in advance yeah. just to keep your mind focused. And I, I suggest them just like maybe try the Pension 50 Give that a go. Or anything local to them, yeah. whatever it is. And I think this is a great way to go wherever you are in the world, UK, whatever. You book a race enough in advance and then you are committed. Because uh, I think so many people think, oh, you know, because uh, there is never the right moment to start something. No. You've got to start messy. And I totally agree with you there, Gordon. If you book a race in advance... You know, obviously don't book a marathon six weeks out if you haven't done anything, you know. But book something in advance. It's all in the mind. Yeah, it's all in the mind, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, going into the, the delving into the mind, how do you... How do you warm... What's your mind training here, Gordon? How do you warm up the brain for races? Well, I just... Maybe think check like checkpoint to checkpoint. Yeah. I, um, I turn up to a race, and if it's a multi day, then I know day one I'm just going to take it steady anyway. Yeah. And then like and then day two, I gradually build myself into a race. Yeah. I, I start enjoying it, and then I, you know, by and say it's a, it's a four day, but by I get I think I get stronger and stronger as the race gets. Yeah. Get on. I think picking out from what you said there, it's enjoy it because putting pressure on yourself yeah. for something that you've paid money for is ridiculous. It's what all about the enjoyment. Be, yeah. yeah. I I started running to see where actually where I live because it's more to life than being stood at a bar. Yeah. And we live in a beautiful place and we we don't appreciate it. No. And that's why I signed it and. Going, travelling to different places, you you get to visit, you get to see um, the, the, the place actually where we live, you get to meet so many nice people along mm. the way, and you, you know, you make good friends as well. And I think, you know, it's, especially the, the running community, making new friends, as you say, but it's, yeah. it's getting used to communication again. You know, we, we live in a world where everybody's inside or on their phones, whatever. And it's giving us the ability to, you know, to 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 be out of breath, to be knackered, to be in a state of euphoria or despair, but with somebody else. And so you're using the, the, the whole human cycle. So book a race. Book a race. Enjoy it. Enjoy the training and enjoy the race. And wagon wheels. <laughs> Jammy wagon yeah. wheels. Yeah, eat what you enjoy sort of thing. But what I'd say, your listeners, that's Gordon Hughes. Can't thank you enough, Gordon, for coming on the show. I th- I can honestly say, putting money on it, 
we're going to see and hear a lot more from Gordon in 2022 um, because he was saying off air some of the races he's going to do. And I'm not going to tell you because I like a bit of suspense. We haven't had X Factor for a few few years. But Gordon, thanks ever so much for popping Thank into the, the studio, the, the, the living room. We'll have another pan ad. But yeah, awesome. And um, I'll put in the links all the races that Gordon's mentioned. And if you need to, or if you want to DM Gordon um, for any advice, the running show, the running show or any other um, companies that we, we, we'd we like to, Rolls-Royce, uh, Concord, um, I'm trying to think what else, do I need a new kitchen? No, innovate. Uh, yeah, innovate, yeah, anyway. Um what else am I looking? I'm I'm looking at bits of furniture that I need. <laughs> you know, sponsored by. You know, I'm trying to think of something as, as obscure, nothing to do with running. Sponsored by um, side tables. But yeah, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm waffling. Gordon, thanks ever so much. Thank you. And I'll put all the links in the show notes.